All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I am your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Today is Monday, April 16th. I hope and pray you all are doing well. I pray you all had a great weekend as well. If you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure that you subscribe on either iTunes, Google Play, Pocket Cast, Overcast, or the Anchor app. For those of you all that are returning that have stayed consistent with me, thank you so much. Real quick, I got to let you all know that this episode of the Between the Dream podcast is sponsored by Fibersoul.com. Fibersoul is a shop for Christian streetwear that balances the latest styles and life-giving scriptures. With Fibersoul, you can speak life. And right now, you can get 15% off your first order by using code TAYLOR15 at Fibersoul.com. Man, look, I am so excited about today's episode. As you all know, we are going into part three of our four-part series talking about different forms of dysfunction and destruction that can cause us to want to give up in life. So we've covered already the social destruction, and then we've covered on Friday the traumatic destruction. I'm not going to be before you all long today with this one because I think that as we go through this one, I'm just going to give you some very simple points that I feel like we can take in order to elevate and move forward in our lives. Today we are talking number three, immediate external destruction. And before it becomes destruction, remember what I said, it starts off as dysfunction. These are situations that start off as situations and then we start to see the dysfunction in them. We start to see how they are not conducive to what we need. And over a period of time after living in dysfunction for so long, it can open the doorway to destruction. So today we are talking about immediate external destruction. And why am I putting so much on the immediate aspect? Simply because when we talked about part one on the social destruction, socially there are things that impact us, but it's not necessarily directly in front of us. But we do have external things that are a lot closer, that are a lot more immediate in our lives, right? And that's what I want to stick with today when we're talking about areas that make us feel like we need to give up or that we should give up in life. And for many of us, the immediate external, excuse me, destruction and dysfunction can be one of the ones that puts us in a predicament to want to give up more than any of the other ones, right? And why is this? Because many times we are trying to do many things and we are affected by what is taking place in our lives. This is situations that have to do with us personally when it comes to maybe our physical health, situations that have to do with us personally. Maybe it's a job, maybe it's school, right? But then it kind of stretches a little bit beyond you. It could be friends, right? A relationship, family members. You are trying to do so much to live up to the expectation of everyone else. Maybe you are the person that everybody comes to not realizing that you have a life and that you're human as well. And because of that, um, you find yourself being drained and you feel so much dysfunction because if you're not right, then it seems like everyone else is off and it weighs so heavy on you and you just feel like you want to give up because of the fact that people don't seem to actually care or respect you when it comes to your sanity, when it comes to your time, when it comes to your well-being, right? 
Um, for some of us, it is the job. We are trying to elevate. Maybe we've been pigeonholed in a job for too long. Who knows? I don't know. But at the end of the day, I do understand that there are some external things that are immediate in our lives that take place, right? Every time something is said about you, something is done to you, rumors that are spread because of the fact that you have individuals that just simply don't like you. Um, there are so many things that we can dive into in this. And I, I just want to preface all of this by saying that there's only so much that you can do when it comes to trying to live up to anything for anyone else. But then there's also only so much you can do when it comes to trying to force situations to work. And that's the part that I want to stick on and stick with today is this idea that dysfunction turns into destruction when it comes to external issues in your immediate life because of the fact that the situation in trying to manage it has become entirely too great and too big and it's not something that you can handle. It's not something that you were meant to handle. And because you tried to handle it, it has literally worn you down and made you feel like you can't move. You, you're literally crippled. You're paralyzed and you are stuck in this one space, right? Now, if you all remember and recall, I told you that this all started from the um, conference I did a few weeks ago in Atlanta um, for the SOP conference. And this was the third part of the conversation that I had with this big group of young men and and advisors and counselors and just men in education and it's one that we've got to understand because I think and I, I joked with them about it but it's true like I think as men but also as people we do our best to try to control life I mean if we can be completely honest we try and control every situation we try and put our our thumbnail and our thumbprint on it and we try so hard to say that we've got it all together. And the unfortunate reality is that we don't. But here's the thing. We're not supposed to either. Guys, I only got two points for you all today when it comes to this topic, right? And so before I get to the points, um, for me, this has kind of been a pruning because this is this is how I've been in my life for so long, trying to mask everything as if I've had it all together, um, it's real easy to start making it seem like you're, I don't want to say perfect, but at the same time, it's easy for people to perceive it as perfect. And it's easy for you to, to lie about what's going on or what's taking place. And one of the things that I've had to come to the understanding of is that it's not my job to have everything together. It is not my job to have everything together. Um, there are going to be some imperfections in my life. There are going to be some imperfections in your life. And that is okay. It's how we handle those areas when it comes to um, my first point, actually, controlling the controllables. Many times we try and actually control every situation in life and trying to create this perfect scenario. This was me um, when I de definitely dealing with depression and, and constant suicide attempts. I was really trying to control the narrative of life. And when I couldn't, I took it out of myself. And this is where the destruction started to loom and started to come in because it wasn't just me internally feeling destroyed. It was me externally now trying to take myself out. Right. Like trying to um, commit an attempt to suicide that would end it all for me. And so one of the things that I want you all to understand is that 
over a period of time when we are dealing with so many problems, when we are dealing with the expectation of people, when we are dealing with situations on the job, when we are dealing with bosses that are out of our control, friends who turn their backs on us, or situations that just continue to loom heavy in our lives when it comes to the people closest to us. Maybe you're not seeing eye to eye. Maybe you're outgrowing people. I don't know what it is for you. But what I will say is that when these things happen, it is very easy for us to do everything that we can to try and salvage and save and and stop it from going south and and when we do this one of the unfortunate things that we see is that we start to diminish ourselves mentally and emotionally like we 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 start to function under this space of dysfunction and when we do this our our spirits are broken i mean if we can be completely honest It's disheartening. You start to feel weak. You judge yourself because you feel like you haven't done enough, even though you've done all you can and you're still trying. And you now mislabel yourself and your actions in these situations, thinking that you haven't tried or haven't done enough. And you're down on yourself. And as you become down on yourself, it's really easy for dysfunction to to evolve into destruction. And as it evolves into destruction, you throw your hands up and you give up because you can't control the situation. Because you can't control life. And one of the things that I had to stress to the young men in this conference and that I'm going to give to you is in, in, in this idea of controlling the controllables is that the greatest gift that you have ever been given is to learn how to control yourself. You cannot control the situations that come in your life. You cannot control people. You cannot control things. You cannot control expectations of others. You can't control any of these variables. But the one thing that you can always control is yourself. You can control how you act. You can control how you respond. You can control you. You can control what you allow to come out of your mouth, what you allow yourself to think and how you allow those thoughts to transform, whether positively or negatively. You get a chance to control those areas. And truth be told, this is the only area that you need to control. One of the things that I personally believe is that the situation is not something that's supposed to be in our control. In my mind, I let God handle that. Right. Come on. We've been we've been joking about this. God, God's plan over a few episodes. Right. With everybody bumping the Drake song right now and everything is God's plan. God's plan. God's plan. If that's if, if this is something that we truly believe then we've got to get to a point where we allow God to handle his plan. And all we do is sit back and at least take control of ourselves in the situation, making sure that we are investing into us, taking care of us and not losing our minds in these areas and in these situations. It's real easy to talk a plan that is greater than us, but then still try and act like we're the one that's orchestrating the plan. We're not. We have got to get a sense of humility and realize that we can't control every situation. And in that, it's okay. You're not supposed to. You control the controllables. You control how you allow you to respond and react when it's time um, for the nitty gritty of the problem or the situation you control those areas you control what you allow yourself to say you control getting your emotions intact you control your attitude 
These are the things that are so important. And why am I putting so much emphasis on self-control? Because what happens when you find yourself in a space where you're not controlling you, you then start to bleed out, not physically, but emotionally, your attitude, your actions, your character, it starts to bleed out and it can affect everyone around you. It can affect everyone that is connected to you. It literally starts to ooze out and the people that you're supposed to be a blessing to and the people that you're supposed to help, they're now negatively impacted. But then beyond the people, when it comes to your purpose, sometimes you can taint your future. Sometimes you can taint. And it doesn't mean that you won't have a future. But what I'm saying is, is that you put unnecessary stress on the process. And when you put unnecessary stress on the process, you now put yourself under more stress overall. And you're trying to perform at a higher rate to control something that is out of your control. So I'm putting so much emphasis on self-control because if you can control self, you can at least save you from not doing anything silly that will further damage you in what you consider a hellacious situation. In what you call um, hell in your life right now. I mean, we can call it what it is. You can save yourself by not adding any more stress, drama, or pressure to an area that is out of your control that you claim is God's plan and that you want God to be able to fix and complete. That's my message for you all today. Control the controllables and in controlling the controllables, understand that the controllable is self. Self-control is key when it comes to dealing with immediate external dysfunction and destruction. Controlling the controllables and then also being able to save yourself from messing up the situation any further, from adding on any extra stress, pressure, or drama that will lead you into a deeper, darker hole and that will continue to torment you. I want you all to take this time to reflect as you go throughout this week on these things. Are there areas in your life right now, are there situations specifically where you have tried to control for so long? Is there a relationship that seems to be crumbling? that you've tried to control, but it seems like whatever you do doesn't work. Many times, and I mean, guys, if I can be completely honest with you, whether it's relationship, family, friends, whatever, there are a lot of times in life where we're trying to control things that when we talk about God's plan, we're trying to control things that God don't want in our lives. We are literally trying to control and keep a hold on situations that need to be let go so that we can move to the next level so that we can elevate, so that we can be exactly where we're supposed to be in this process that is leading us to our promise. And if we're not careful, we can allow the lack of self-control to keep us in the hellacious situation much longer than we're supposed to be in. Sometimes we are the reason we've overstayed our welcome, and we've got to be very, very careful with that. If you find yourself in your struggle being with friends and family or people in general, one of the things I will give you, and I guess we can call this a bonus point, a third point is controlling your space and controlling what you will and won't allow when it comes to what people give you. You do not have to dive into somebody else's nonsense. You don't have to act a fool with the fool. Simply put. 
So before you allow your emotions to get all riled and loose and ready to jap out on somebody or 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 turn up on them, remember that it is not your job to act a fool with the fool. Let the fool be a fool by themselves and you continue to control and protect your space so that you can effectively move forward in your mental and your emotional and so that it doesn't bleed out over into other situations and you cause more damage than good. Ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, you're not losing in life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream. What is between the dream? It's not just the title of this podcast or a few of my books. It's a way of life. Between the dream is the point between your present moment and your promise, which is your process. Between the dream is literally the process. When you embrace your process, you embrace your progress. And when you embrace your progress, you can walk into every promise, every purpose, and every plan meant for your life. I love you guys so much, even though I don't know every one of you. I want to see you in and everything that you do. You deserve that much. And so, guys, as we get ready to close out here, I just ask that you take some time this week to practice self-control. We all need to because none of us are perfect. And it's not about functioning in perfection. It's about functioning in excellence. And when we can function in excellence, we can start to move forward more effectively in life. Until next time, guys. Peace.